Section 8 of The Sainted Queens. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Sainted Queens by Unknown. St. Margaret of Scotland. Chapter 8. Memorials of St. Margaret in Scotland. Her chapel in Edinburgh Castle. Her well. Queensferry. Her altar in Rome conclusion it still remains to describe in few words some of the principal memorials of this admirable lady still lingering in the country which she once adorned by her virtues the picturesque old city of edinburgh possesses nothing more deeply interesting than the chapel of st margaret in the castle even if its style does not altogether warrant the opinion entertained by some persons that it is the very same oratory as that in which st margaret made her last communion the morning of her death it was certainly erected within a short time of that period while the memory of the saint was still fresh in the country this little treasure of architecture for it is no less had lain for years forgotten till the intelligent research of dr daniel wilson now professor at toronto laid open to the public as perfect an example of a norman building as an antiquary could desire it has been restored in very good taste and no catholic tourist should visit the capital of the north without refreshing his devotion to st margaret by a visit to this little monument it stands close to the spot whence her blessed spirit passed so long ago to the enjoyment of god a little to the eastward of edinburgh there remains a holy well still called st margaret's the tradition which connects it with the saint has been lost but it must evidently have been a place of popular resort in former times the stone shrine in which it is enclosed is exquisitely designed and carved it stands almost under the station of the north british railway called from the well st margaret's station the great north road which before the invention of the railway connected the capital of scotland with perth and the highlands conducted the traveller to the margin of the frith of forth nine miles from edinburgh a little town lies here called queensferry from the circumstance of st margaret's constantly crossing the ferry at this place on her journeys between edinburgh and dunfermline on a modern cast-iron well which supplies the public with water the tourist may see the coat of arms belonging to the queen's family and generally known as the arms of st edward as the catholic tourist has come so far he may now cross the ferry as st margaret used to do and a drive of a very few miles further will bring him to dunfermline where she was married where she worked out the task of her life where her remains rested in honour for nearly six hundred years the abbey as enlarged by her son david is a noble ruin the nave of the church stands and the roofless frater hall or refractory of the monks a visit to this place will suggest many reflections to anyone who has learnt to know and value the memory of our blessed queen her name is found attached to other places all over the country to a well in lanarkshire for example to a bay on the coast of fifeshire and to a village in the orkney islands called st margaret's hope the beautiful little church of st andrew belonging to the scotch college in rome has three altars the high altar is dedicated to the apostle the altar on the gospel side of the church belongs to the virgin mother of jesus and opposite to it is the altar of saint margaret 
the picture above it attributed to the pencil of a polish artist represents the saint in her sorrowful suspense during the last absence of her husband she kneels in her oratory praying and weeping her crown is laid aside and far away we may discern the fatal issue of the day at alnwick on reviewing the life of st margaret one cannot fail to be struck by one pregnant fact her life was nearly equally divided between inactive suffering and arduous and repulsive labor exile comparative poverty and vicissitude occupy the first half of her life the task of civilizing a race of barbarians provided her with ample occupation of no easy kind during the second always finished in her forty-seventh year whether in her early novitiate of humiliation or in her maturer task as queen of scotland by redeeming the time she made haste to enter into eternal rest while we admire let us learn to imitate let our tribute to her memory be the fruitful desire of an affection prompting us to follow the object of its regard End of chapter 8 of St. Margaret of Scotland End of section 8